Attention guitarists, bass players, guitar-oriented bands, and independent guitar and gear makers. Guitar Radio Show wants to get back to our roots in 2018. We are the show that is dedicated to the guitarist, guitar maker, and gear builder that you may not know about, but you should. Now that we broadcast in over 11 countries worldwide, we want to help you get the exposure you deserve. If you have a well-produced recording of your music and want the world to hear it, send us an mp3 to guitarradioshow at gmail.com for consideration for air. Please make sure it has a copyright. No music will be played without one. With interest, we will play a new song from a different guitarist or band at the end of every episode this year with a feature interview with the standout player every three months throughout 2018. For guitar builders and gear makers, if you're interested in Guitar Radio Show doing a review of your gear, contact us at guitarradioshow at gmail.com and we can discuss details from there. Interested? Send your best tune, MP3, to guitarradioshow at gmail.com with a bio and any other interesting information we can share and we will let you know if and when you're going to be on the show. Happy 2018, guitar players all over the world. Let's turn everybody on to what you do. Guitar Radio Show. GuitarRadioShow.com Guitar Radio Show, the show dedicated to the guitar player, guitar maker, gear builder, and purveyors of such items that you may not know about, but should. Here's your host, Mark Davin. Okay, people, uh, we have a returning guest. Uh, He's a friend of mine now. We weren't before he was a guest. Now we're we're buds, and uh, he's, he's a great guitar maker. He's an entrepreneur, an empresario, if you will. Uh... We have Mr. Sounds so fancy. I know. And <laughs> we have with us Mr. Roger Cowan of Dog Tired Guitars. How are you, man? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you doing? Good. We finally, he and I finally got to meet at uh, this year's uh, Dallas International Guitar Festival, and we had some fun. And, uh, and it was a blast. Your booth uh, was really uh, popular and really successful. Thanks. You know, that was, um, I had no idea what to expect. That was the first time I'd ever done a guitar show. Every time I'd even been to a guitar show. And I had no idea what to expect. And it was, um, it was a lot of fun, man. I had a lot of fun. Actually, I, and I think we're going to try to make it to Guitarlington in October as well. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> well, then that, then let, okay, because we went out to dinner. After mm-hmm. one of those nights, there's a place I want to take you to. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, I won't actually be at Guitar Link and my business partner, Kyle. Okay. He'll be there, though. Um, I'll actually be at, a, at an event for my full time job okay. that weekend. All right. But uh, I think Kyle's going to go. Uh, do the do the show in uh, Arlington for okay, cool. I'll take yeah. then I'll take Kylo there and I'll get him drunk then. <laughs> oh, that won't be hard. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. 
right. Well, there's a really good restaurant over there that I want to take you to. Awesome. So, um, but interestingly enough, this go round, while you were at the Dallas show, uh, it was you were there for dog tired dog tired guitars. However, it wasn't the guitars uh, that was uh, selling like crazy because you are so booked up with building guitars. Um, it was all about the apparel and the straps. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's 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 really funny how the company has morphed over the past several years now. Uh, you know, I know when we, I think when we did the first show, I was just getting ready to launch my original strap. Yes, and uh, and we did I, a giveaway. Yeah, yeah, and and now I've got that original strap, and now I've got a premium strap line, and that's really the direction that Dog Tired has gone now. I just, you know, I'm I've got four guitars I'm working on right now. I've got two more that have that are waiting to get started, and so I, I I'm not trying to um, market the guitars at all because without any marketing whatsoever, I'm staying you know overly booked. So we're really just putting a huge focus on the straps. You know, I'm trying right. to get into uh, about 50 retail stores by the end of the year. Right. We're getting ready to uh, <clears throat> launch a new website, get on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is actually why I brought on a business partner. Um, that happened last year is that's his area of expertise. He's, he's an entrepreneur. He's already got another business that's going. Um, he's got a, an MBA from actually uh, Acton Business College down there in Austin. Mm-hmm. And uh, so business is his expertise, not not guitars or music or anything. Right. And uh, we, <laughs> kind of an interesting bit, he's actually my boss at my full-time job. Right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but he just, he, he loved what I was doing, loved the logo, loved the product, Love my passion for it, and he wanted to jump on board. So right. we, we're you know we're we're partners. And we're we're really good friends. So right. it's, it's working out really well. Right. But you know what? Before we go any further, I think it's important that we let the people who are listening now. You can go back and you can go to guitarradioshow dot com and you can listen to episode forty four with Dog Tired Guitars and Roger and I talking about the uh, whole idea behind the concept behind these guitars, which is very special. I think we should talk about that just yeah. briefly to let people to kind of bring them into the fold if you will sure sure well before we do that though one thing i distinctly remember out of that episode was you asking me if i ever saw myself doing any guitar shows and i was like no not really at all <laughs> <laughs> oh ye of little faith yeah so you know and here we are now what four years later and i've just had a blast at Dallas and getting ready to do another one and we're actually going to be probably, look, probably looking to do a few more as well maybe get to NAM at some point oh no because that's obviously where we're going to make the most uh, contacts with the retailers uh-huh. so yeah that's true but, that's true yeah, yeah. but uh, so yeah so the the concept behind the guitars and, and that part of it is I, you know, I, it all stems from just my fascination with the past um, and, and staying connected to roots, that kind of thing. So, um, really, I started by building guitars out of reclaimed wood, and not just um, reclaimed from you know just whatever random things, but 
something that's meaningful. You know, like that very first guitar, the one that you got to see there in uh, Dallas, mm-hmm. was reclaimed from uh, this old historic church here in the little town where I live. Um, and some other guitars I've built since then. You know, I built one for a guy that was uh, out of barnwood from a barn that his grandfather built in southern Oklahoma in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And another guitar I built for another guy was out of walnut that was milled off of his grandfather's land over in Missouri. So that's just, you know, it's, you know, it, not every guitar I've done has had that connection. But those are the ones that really get me going and get me excited. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. me too. I mean, when I first, it's funny, folks. The way the way I saw this was, where the hell was I looking? Was I looking on Google Images, maybe? And I saw, I can't remember. Was it on Facebook that I saw you first? I can't remember. I, I, I think it was Facebook, probably. Okay, so I saw a picture. And I was immediately drawn into the instrument, not knowing at that point that it had been reclaimed wood from a from a, a church. I had not, I did not know that. But once I, you know, I was just drawn in by the beauty of the instrument. And then, um, and then, when I reached out and you started telling me more about it, uh, that was it for me. I was sold. I was like, "Yeah, this is amazing. I love this concept of, you know." Because to me, and like you say about you talk about history, I th- I'm I'm thinking about yes, the history and the mojo that yeah. is in the wood. I mean, the voices that have bounced off of off of that wood that have penetrated that wood that are long gone. Yeah, you know, yeah. the 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 sights, the sounds, the smells, all of it that have just that are into that wood. Uh, to right. me, to me, it's just so special. I love that concept. I really do. So, so that's what got us started on this whole conversation. But, but then you started to realize, wow, because you're you're all, you're alone. You build these by yourself. There's nobody helping you at this point, right? Correct. But you, Correct. in our last conversation over dinner, you said. There was a possibility that at some point you could bring on. You thought about bringing on an apprentice. Yeah, and it it all goes back to it would have to be you know it have to be pretty rare circumstances because I'm just I'm such a perfectionist. I I hate, I hate handing over any control on the creative aspect. Yeah, right. Of say anybody else. Right. Know? Say say it like you mean it. You're a control freak. <laughs> I like my euphemism better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, go on. I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, 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 no. Yeah, but that's that's probably why I, I you know, I, I don't see myself bringing on any any real help. Um, you know, I, I, again, it's just every little bit of it, especially when I'm working with something special. You know, like these guitars I'm doing. Um, uh, for Kane's ballroom, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm something like that is so extraordinarily special that I want to be the one that does everything, right. you know, um, because honestly, I just I don't feel like anybody cares nearly as much as I do about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I understand. I get it. So, <laughs> so, 
so you're 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 how 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 far out are you booked? Four years? No, 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 no. I'm not quite that far. Um, I'm probably a good year and a half or so. Okay, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, and that's simply because again, I'm just I'm not I'm not pushing guitars at all at this point. Um, I would be perfectly happy if I were to just do three or maybe four guitars a year, and then do everything else, you know, the rest of the income coming from uh, apparel, straps, the other stuff I'm delving into now, I'm going to have, you know, I've gotten into turning, so I'm going to do, uh, you know, some dog-tired ink pens out of, you know, guitar woods, uh-huh. so I'll have some made out of, Neat. you know, Palfaro rosewood that I use for fretboards, or Cocobolo, or um, Bacote, or Flame Maple, or whatever, but they'll all sort of be guitar-related woods. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like yeah. that. And yeah, so you were nice enough to give me uh, a really cool vintage vibe uh, red dog tired t shirt, and I wore it all around on Saturday on the, at the Dallas show. And man, I tell you, more people commented about that shirt than anything else. Awesome! That, awesome! Thank you. That day, you know, and that's I. Since again, since I dig old stuff, that's that was the direction I like to take with uh, any of the t-shirts and things is definitely have an old vintage vibe to them and I'm lucky enough to where I've got some really good friends who are some outstanding graphic artists who can you know take my incoherent rambling I think at sometimes and turn it into something <laughs> cool like that yeah they're they're cool they're very cool and, and you you sold out right we did yeah we had two t-shirt designs we had a uh, uh, four colors, two different t-shirt, t-shirt designs. Sold out of all of those at the show, and sold a ton of straps. We didn't know how many straps we were gonna we were gonna do, um, so we took everything that we had in stock and sold. So you've got the apparel, you've got the straps, and now you're you're delving into um, accessories like. You know, coffee cups, stickers. I actually got a sticker on a couple of guitars, and um, and uh, and then and then you got the pen, the custom premium custom pen. So, what's the idea here? Is it is it it's it's gonna? Do you think it's gonna become less about the guitars, and the guitars are gonna be kind of like a like a specialty item? And and the other stuff is is really your your uh, bread and butter. So to speak. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I think that's really it. You know, the uh, again with the guitars, it takes me so much time to get done because I'm the only one that does them. Right. They're never, they're never going to be the thing that allows me to quit my full time job eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's about having other product out there that really can have a much broader reach you know it's, it's a lot easier to buy a, you know a $35 guitar strap than a $2,000 guitar so mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it'll, and, uh, so it'll be it'll be those products that will have uh, again the broadest reach yeah and, uh, well it's cool you know it's cool it's, it's, it's almost got a uh, you know Lucky Brand yeah absolutely it's got a vibe of that like cool like that but even a little cooler in the sense because it's because it's really more it really because Fender uses Fender does a whole lucky brand thing you know um, oh yeah and uh, but this is this has got a little more originality to it in the sense that um, you've got the cool logo 
you do have the guitars as you know this is where it was born out of so to speak right that's right. kind of I kind of like that actually it's kind of a cool thing well thanks thanks yeah it's you know being an entrepreneur is so <laughs> it's it's incredibly exhilarating and incredibly tiresome because my brain never shuts off you know and so it's 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 always you know my full-time job I'm an hour away from my house right and so that hour drive to and from work every day is typically me thinking about you know how else we can grow dog tired what other directions can we take it while still keeping the core of what dog tired is intact because that's the last thing I want to do is start you know throwing uh, throwing the dog tired brand on you know the the crappy pull in from China or whatever just to get right. stuff out there right. it's all got to have you know it's all got to be a good quality product and as much of it made here in Oklahoma as possible, and as much of it made by me as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's why, you know, things like the pens, the straps, the T-shirts, I still have my hand in every one of those. I make the pens myself. You know, the straps, even though I'm not making here them here in my shop, we make them at my full-time job here in Oklahoma City. So, right. you know, the, the T-shirts, I have local graphic artists who are all here in Oklahoma. They do all my artwork. We print the shirts there in Oklahoma City. Um, so everything has to have that element of still being homegrown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's pretty cool. So what what made you, uh, wh- why straps? What were you thinking <laughs> as far as that was concerned? I mean, what, what was the impetus behind that? Well, again, that was sort of just the next logical thing. I knew I had to come up with something that would be uh, easier for folks to uh, get into my brand with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and straps, obviously, is, you know, that's the, the logical step from guitar. Cause you've got to have something to hold the guitar. So, sure. um, and, and so that was, that was where I went with it. And then it took me, gosh, I couldn't tell you how... excuse me I couldn't tell you how much research and failed attempts and continuous sourcing and it's been on one hand it was a nightmare but on the other hand I loved it because I love learning new things I love uh, I love the research involved in in getting everything together and figuring out how we were going to do things and you know working on costing and the whole bit it was just it was incredible process mm-hmm. but you know I ran into some huge roadblocks early on because with that original strap my first thought was to just dye that material and then that have you know a whole range of whatever colors we wanted to do and you know that was going to be it as far as the straps go it was going to be that one strap dyed a bunch of different colors and that would be it so I bought I got in touch with a local commercial dye place over in Tulsa they said sure we can do it they gave me a really good price so I bought you know a bunch of the material took it over to there they dyed it and it didn't it just didn't work I don't know if the material had been treated with something it's, it's all cotton so it's, it wasn't a matter of a synthetic material mm-hmm. but we don't don't know if it had been treated with something or if just how tightly it's woven <clears throat> precluded the dye from holding in or whatever but the dye was just leaching out of it and so I, I couldn't put it out 
And I was just, I was heartbroken, absolutely heartbroken, because that just sort of shot that entire business plan in the foot. I had nowhere to go with it at that mm-hmm. point. And uh, luckily, I went into the production manager uh, there at work and, and told her what had happened. She said, well, let, let us do some thinking on it. We'll get back with you. I'm like, okay, fine. And so then they came back to me with a sample which was uh, the black strap, which is my original strap as the core wrapped in another material. They're like, what about this? Wouldn't this work? I'm like, holy crap, yes, it would. (laughs) (laughs) So it was because of them that I was able to launch the premium line, which is, you know, it's, it's it's a thicker, softer, uh, softer strap. So it's, uh, you know, it's an upgraded version of that classic original strap. Mm-hmm. And then now I've got it available in, you know, several different colors and stitching combinations. And that all stemmed from the production. Man- and actually, I don't even think it was the production manager that had that idea. It was the lady who was actually doing the physical sewing of my straps. It was her that said, you know, let me, let me try something and, and, you know, see if Roger likes it. So it was really thanks to her that I was able to launch the, uh, the premium strap line. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. So where do you think, where do you, you know, I mean, it's interesting to me that, you, you know, I consider myself an entrepreneur. I'm, in, I'm involved with a bunch of different businesses as well. But as much as I love guitars and guitar in general, the, you know, the world of it all, I would have never in my, in my wildest dreams said, yeah, I think I'll make some straps. It's all about it's that really that hour drive to and from work is sort of my undoing. <laughs> I don't have anything else to do typically, other than just think about the business, you know. And uh, that's, right. that's sort of how you know that was how it, uh, that's how the concrete guitar came about was that hour drive. I know that thing so is I, crazy. I, I, you know, I get myself into a lot of trouble with that. <laughs> with that, you know, I think I said this before, but it's uh, it's a. Uh, the combination of too much time on my hands and way too active in imagination, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, that's sometimes that's how the, some of the greatest things you can think of can get, can get born, you know? Right. Um, right. So what, what other products do you think could be born out of this? At this point, I don't know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm sort of taxing myself with is what is that next thing? And, you know, the, the pins, they just recently came about. So this has been the latest one. Yeah. Um, and again, that came about because I've got, well, at my full time job, we've got uh, uh, a higher level of clientele that I deal with. And we hold a big event for them every year in Las Vegas. We always like to give them something. <laughs> And it's, uh, we always have to make a personal connection. That's really our company thrives on personal connections. And so I told my boss, look, I can, why don't I hand make some ink pens for them? Now, at that point in time, I'd never turned an ink pen before in my life. So, but he, he loved the idea. So they bought all the equipment, bought all the pen kits, bought all the pen blanks, and I got to work turning like a hundred ink pens. So, <laughs> and then that's how, uh, uh, you know, that's how the idea for the dog tired pins came about too, because it was something that I enjoyed. 
right. it's a high level item it's something that's handmade right um, they're not nearly as time consuming as a guitar I, you know, I could knock a few out in a day right so but it's uh, again it's that uh, that uh, that boutique item. Yeah, they're cool too. People do well. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a it's a figured cherry, a spalted maple, uh, bird's eye maple. Um, what is this? A pow furrow rosewood. Yeah. And what is this other one here? Is that it? I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. And that's all I've got right now. Uh, I will have some more woods in later. I, I'm not putting a big push on that right now until I get all these other pins knocked out for our clients and again I've got to start getting uh, start getting these Canes guitars done too those are taking those are going to take a while because essentially what they gave me was <clears throat> sections of flooring that were cut out that still were attached to the subfloor right. so I've got to break them apart from the subfloor get them all numbered so I make sure and keep them in order so I keep the uh, the patina Mm-hmm. Uh, just how it was on the original dance floor sure. that in order and I've got to mill it all down and figure out what I'm going to use for uh, the, the core of the body blank and that whole bit so that's that's a huge project that's so cool do you hear that folks yeah. he's making he's making guitars out of freaking dance floors <laughs> well and the cool thing about canes is it's um, you know it was it's one of those places that is it's just an iconic place here in I think not just Oklahoma but the surrounding area anybody who's a fan of live music venues you know Canes is historic it's where Bob Wills used yeah. to first broadcast his radio show from mm-hmm. um, and then on the other end of the spectrum when the Sex Pistols came through in 78 for their for their tour Canes is one of only seven places in the country they played <clears throat> So that must have been interesting. You know what's funny is there's a video out on YouTube of that night, and uh, uh, it's it's pretty interesting to see. You know, because obviously being in Oklahoma, you know, sort of the, the buckle of the Bible Belt, and yeah. <laughs> Sex Pistols didn't really fit into that. So yeah, you it, think? Was, it was some interesting. <laughs> some interesting footage there. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Um, so uh, the the Going back to that rosewood for a second, the Pow Ferro. Uh huh. Um, now, is that the rosewood that is going to be the rosewood that people are going to start using because much of the rosewood now is being considered an endangered species? You know, I don't know. Honestly, there's there are a lot of things out there that are going to be people. Guitar builders are expanding their horizons a lot more quickly than the general buying public is. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the general person who's going to buy a custom guitar, they want what they've always heard is, quote, the best. Mm-hmm. So that's why they lean towards, you know, certain wood combinations. You know, they may say, okay, I'm, I'm going to have a, you know, a, sort of my Les Paul clone belt so it's got to be mahogany you know real mahogany and maple or you know I'm going to have my fender belt so it's got to be you know ash or alder Mm -hmm. and it's just in an acoustic guitar the acoustic guitars the acoustic guitar world is even a lot worse than that you know you're talking about people who no 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 I've got to have Brazilian rosewood and Adirondack spruce or (laughs) but it's 
you know, especially with the world of electric guitars, is because as guitarists, we started playing guitar because of people we heard who became our guitar playing idols. We want to emulate them as much as possible. So if this is what their rig was built from, well, then I've got to have my rig built the same way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, guitar players just in general are so steeped in tradition. Whereas the builders themselves, I think, you know, on the whole, we're a lot more open-minded, quite mm-hmm. frankly, because number one, we get bored of building the same things all the time out of the same materials. Mm-hmm. But number two, you know, we're a lot more in touch with the environmental impacts. And we sort of, I think, know from a deeper level that it's not necessarily the, the wood types or the wood species that's going to give you what you're looking for. It's, you know, the material and what the builder does with it. And then in the case of electric guitars, it's what are you running it through? What kind of pickups are we putting in it? You know, how do you play? You know, I'm a firm believer then that most of the tone happens in the hands of the player, plain and simple. You know, I mean, you hand, you hand, uh, you know, any guitar to any iconic player who has a particular sound, no matter what guitar you hand that person, it's going to sound like them. True. Yeah. That's true. I think also, I think another reason why a lot of guitar builders are, are experimenting and using other woods also is is availability. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, you, you're you in a unique <laughs> situation in the sense that, you know, you'll, you know, Hey, you're knocking that building down? I'll take it. You know, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, absolutely. And I just heard last week that the uh, the Tower Theater in Oklahoma City uh, has torn up the flooring and is going to be doing some stuff out there. So I'm probably going to be getting in touch with them too. Yeah, about getting some of that wood as well. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you've even made guitars out of baseball bats. Yeah, absolutely. That was, you know, I've got, I've got sort of a list of some of the coolest things that I've done, and obviously the, the concrete guitar and the, the baseball bat guitar topped that list. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. and the baseball guitar, the baseball bat guitar, I think was my was my favorite because it was my, I hate to say first real challenge because the concrete guitar came before that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it was. I guess it was just a different challenge and I had to approach things in such a different way and I didn't spend nearly the amount of time thinking about it beforehand as I did the concrete guitar you know the concrete guitar I built in my mind several times because I thought about it for a full year on that commute to and from work so I had had it built several times in my mind before even pouring any concrete so I pretty well had it figured out had a good idea of how it was going to go the baseball bat guitar you know, I mentioned it to my friend who was in charge of that that event. Next thing I knew, I had a dozen baseball bats in my garage, and I had to turn them into a guitar. <laughs> so <laughs> that was uh, that one. I think was I think that's why I lean more towards that one as being a, a more a bigger accomplishment for me is because of how it turned out. Because of the short amount of time I had to do it, yeah. I had to think quickly and come up with processes and everything. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, people, I, I, I highly uh, recommend go go to dogtireguitars.com and go check out the gallery uh, in there. It's pretty cool. It's some really great stuff. And while you're at it, go get yourself a T-shirt. The T-shirts are really cool, and they're comfortable, too, which is nice. 
Thanks, I appreciate that. And, yeah. the, and the chicks dig them. <laughs> no, Mark, that was just you, man. Oh, you. oh see? <laughs> That's great. So I, I, I'm, I'm always curious. I can't wait to see what you're going to do next because you, your brain fascinates me as to as to what 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 uh, you could possibly come up with next. You know, I think it's pretty neat. Well, thanks, man. You know, kind of me too. I, these things just I sort of stumble upon them. I think I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't, I don't think myself as being. You know, above average in the creativity department. I just, uh, I think maybe just a little bit, um, um, a little bit more willing, I guess, to uh, just try and see what happens occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, and I'm, I'm glad that you and I finally got to meet and uh, become friends. And uh, I'm, I'm uh, always happy to see when somebody is being creative because that's what you know and for me that's why i started this show all that while ago because yeah. i wanted to turn people on to creative people i think it's 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 amazing and then uh i i get, I get to live vicariously through many of you which is great well thank you very much you know it's I, I think you know for me deep down i i do this because you know i like attention really it all comes down to that so <laughs> <laughs> validating at the Dallas show, you know, when people would walk by and just stop and smile because they saw my logo. Yeah. You know, I design I designed that logo, gosh, even before I had the guitar company. So to see that kind of response from it, you know, from the t shirt designs, mm-hmm. um, which again I didn't actually do those designs, but you know, I, I sort of just got to the my artists, you know, look here's kind of what I'm looking for. And then they took that and ran with it, came up with some fantastic designs. Yeah. Uh, but the guitar straps you know, to, to see that kind of response was just extraordinarily validating for me. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it, it was definitely very cool. And, and and every time I would walk by throughout the course of the day, there was always, you know, four, five, six people in there, and uh, and people taking pictures with Bob, and and uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and you know, and then and then you know, I run into Red Vokert and because I really wanted him to see the guitar that you had, the guitars that you brought with you. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I stopped by. They're cool. <laughs> yeah. So to hear Red Bogart yeah. say that, that's a, I think that's a real stamp of approval. Oh, I know. That guy is just, that guy's phenomenal. He's probably one of my favorite people on the face of the planet. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know that you can name for me another person who is so talented and yet so humble. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and I don't mean, and I don't mean a false humility in any way. It's just, he, he knows who he is. He knows what he can do. And he's just one of the friendliest human beings you'll ever meet. Yeah. 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 And, 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 uh, yeah, he's, he is. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> You're right. Well, Roger, man, thanks so much for being on the show again. I'm so glad we get to chat again and, uh, tell the world about what you're doing next and let us know what else is coming. Will do. Mark, thanks again, man. It was great meeting you in Dallas. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely keep in touch. Okay. Hold on one second. We're going to sign off right here. All right. Okay. Check out Guitar Radio Show on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and Tumblr. And, of course, on guitarradioshow.com.